Ooh, ladies and gents, we're back. And I'm not going to lie to you. My man Aaron is laughing because today's episode is going to be very action-packed here today. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, anytime Aaron pull up with a do-rag on, you know, it's, it, it, it's just one of those type of episodes. So I ain't going to lie to y'all, man. You're, you guys already know who we are, the Dream Team, back in the house. Each and every Friday, payday. Whether you're getting paid bi-weekly or weekly, it doesn't even matter. I got a few things on my chest that I want to get off too. But um, yeah, we want to first always shout out to all our uh, our distributors. No, we're not drug dealers. Look at everybody so distributor. Distributors. No, we're not drug dealers. But you know, make sure we got always shout out our distributors. First thing, our parent platform is which is Anchor, um, Apple Podcasts as well. YouTube and of course Spotify and all the other ones that you know we can't keep up with, but those are like the the big four. So you know, definitely gotta shout out to them, you know, for making it possible for us to go on the air each and every week. You know, so you guys definitely, definitely make sure you guys, whichever platform you're on, make sure you you comment, you like, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend in the words of Aaron. Like, tell a friend to tell a friend, you know. For me, it's more of just like, tell your mama, tell your girlfriend, tell your baby mama. Because you never know. We might put an episode that they're going to relate to, though, man. You feel what I'm saying? You dig what I'm saying, though? You know, you can tell everybody. You can tell everybody. <laughs> All right, let me stop before we get uh, copyright strikes. Shout out to Aloe Black. <laughs> All right. We're going to get into our five-minute rant. And I know you said you got something off your chest. You want to go ahead and talk to the people about? I think I need... I'm going to let you go first because I think I need more than five minutes on this one. I ain't got nothing. The floor is yours. You know, I I just want to tell people, you know, plantains are not bananas. That's my PSA for the day. I always thought plantains was like fried bananas and stuff. That's what I always thought. Nope. I could be wrong, though. I, I could be wrong. I always thought it was fried banana, though. But would you like to enlighten us, Chef Earn, on what plantains are? I'm just telling you guys, you know, the difference between plantains and bananas. Plantains, you go in the store, they're green. And a lot of people, you know, they go there, they take them home, then they take a bite in them, and they say, why is this banana so hard? That's because it's not a banana. They're from the same family, but not quite. Not quite. Bananas, you could eat right then and there. Plantains, you cook them, you put them in all kinds of dishes. So an easy way to think about this is yellow, bananas, plantains, green. All right, plantains, you just let them sit around the house, let them ripen a bit. You go ahead and make yourself a meal out of them. Shout out to Food Network. That was our daily guest and our, our daily word from Chef Aaron on what the difference is between plantains and bananas. That's already showed to let us know on this show that Aaron eats a lot of potassium and his bananas. So yeah. We like to we like to thank everybody <laughs> in, in the household for uh always keeping the potassium rolling. Cause uh that was a good breakdown for Brother Aaron, man, with with bananas and plantains, though. So, thank you, thank thank you, Chef. No worries. Thank you, thank you, Chef. Chef you know, Chef's kiss. 
Now, I know I said I had a lot on my chest, and I do, ladies and gents. I'm not going to lie to you. Now, am I going to piss a few people off? Of course, because honestly, that's what I do best. Now, the world has not been normal in three years. Let that all sink in, though. The world has not been normal in three years. 2019 was probably the last sane year that we had before we start going into whatever the hell the government is doing. And I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not. I'm not big on politicians because at the end of the day, the government is the government. That government can throw out. They make up stuff all the time. They make up new rules. They make up weapons of mass destruction. They do all this crazy stuff. However, though, I don't care about the weapons of mass destruction. That's not where I'm going here. So, we got a new strain coming out. The Omarion or Makakon, whatever the hell the name is. <laughs> this man said Omarion. Who knows? 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 Who but the point I'm trying to make here right now is it's crazy how COVID came out in 2020. Delta came out this year, and now you got this Omarion or Makakon, whatever the hell this joke is. So what I want to know, and y'all can hate me for saying this again, in the words of the late great Marvin Gaye, to the government, What's going on? What's the objective here? What's the plan of action? Because at this point, I'm sick of it. You know, I'm sick of it. Honestly, I am. Because at this point, it's just like, y'all just trying to, y'all keep making up stuff every single year. Because people be thinking like, people be thinking like, at this point, people think like COVID and stuff. I'm like, no, at this point, the government is, the government is making this stuff up. Like, they're literally making these things up and putting it out there and scaring the hell out of people. Because there's no way in the world, there's no way in the world these things are coming out back to back to back. There's no way possible. Now, everybody know back in the day they had, like, the mad cow disease and stuff like that, right? They, you know, but a new disease came out every, like, 10 years. It never it never was a, a joke back to back. It, it, that's what I keep trying to understand. It's, it's never been a, a serious virus or something that came out back to back. But literally in the past three years, 2020, we about to go into 2022, you literally had COVID, Delta, and now you got the Omicron, however you pronounce it. I don't know what the hell the is. But at this point, you guys got to explain to me what's going on. Like I said, I'm no politician. I don't get that deep in the government. I don't get that deep into the government issues. Hell, y'all just let my man Cal Ritterton House just walk. So at this point, at this point, I'm just an American citizen here. Now, I do want to say this. I'm about to say something very controversial, and I know a lot of people are going to hate me for saying it. At first, I did not understand when governors of certain states was like to hell with closing we're gonna stay open like florida and texas 
when they were just like the hell with all that clothes, we're gonna stay open. I personally did, I personally at, at the beginning, I'm not gonna lie to you. I did not understand. I was like, why don't they stay open if it's a lot going on? But then again, now that I really now with the fact that these three viruses then came and gone, or I don't even want to say viruses at this point. They they are whatever the hell the government say they are. The fact that they keep making these things up, you got these three governors, or the, you know, not even three. You got Texas, Florida, like parts of Georgia, and they basically like the hell with it. They like to hell with it because why? The world don't stop. The world, like y'all keep making this stuff up for what? They like, they like, look, we ain't close. And it's like, hate them if you want to, but it's kind of like, we closing for what? Yeah, because so y'all can keep making something up. I'm just saying, I'm gonna leave it like that. I like, I know a lot of people, you know, I when when people watch this and they listen to this part. I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, Funk, you can't say that. That's real insensitive about this. You know, you should take these things very serious. I would take them serious if they were actually serious in the first place. I'm just saying. I would take them very serious if they was actually serious in the first place. Because you can't tell me that we had three so-called viruses back-to-back out the blue and the only answer is to put on a mask and get vaccinated. If that's your only two solutions, is to put on a mask, get vaccinated, and stay six feet apart. If those are your only three, I ain't going to put this other thing up, but if, you, <laughs> if those are your only three solutions to fixing this problem, is put a mask on, get vaccinated, and, and social distance, if that's your only three solutions, then I'm sorry. I can't take this thing serious because that's not a solution. That's just y'all just stalling and buying time. I hate I hate to have ran the time up, but I'm just saying. I'm just keep real with you. I, I would just say these three things about, about so one anagram for Omicron that people found out about was it was moronic that was the anagram so when you have delta and you have omicron i believe that anagram for that was media control so these are tiktok videos that were released number two when was the last time the general public have been scared, right? You look around social uh, society and everybody seems to gone back to normal. What was the football game that just, it was like college football. I believe Texas A&M or something. Mm-hmm. One of them, stadium was packed, right? So packed yeah. that there was swag surfing, right? And you look around society and people pretty much went back to normal. They could have called this off, but the fact that people were starting to get comfortable and people were starting to take the mask off because they realized it wasn't really making a difference. It seems like they needed another weapon. You know, you got that and you got a certain uh, 
you got a certain tech uh, tech entrepreneur who's you know talking about smallpox. You know, how do you know beforehand? I don't know. Maybe you check out Zane Maxwell trial that's going on right now. So the third thing I'm saying is for the people who are uh, who got the jab, who are vaccinated, right? Who take pride in their vaccinated status. And Canada just put out a new law which says you can't travel domestically, you can't travel outside the country if you don't have the shot, if you don't have the booster even. Even on top of this, a lot of people might say, oh, well, you know, I just got double jab. I got my third booster. But here's the thing, Dr. Fauci, uh, you're Dr. Fauci, America, because he's not an actual doctor. Uh, he actually went on record saying that the definition of vaccinated will actually change due to the boosters. So what that means is the frequency of the boosters depends on the vaccination status or the vaccination status depends on the frequency of the boosters. That means if they decide to put a needle in you every single week for you to stop the curve, that means if you skip one week, you're no longer vaccinated, you can't fly, you can't go here, you can't do this, can't do that. And how many injections are they going to put into you? So you try to figure out why all these sports athletes are dropping like flies after getting them. But we're not going to get too deep into that. I'm going to let you people out there do that research. <laughs> now, I know a lot of people probably um, feel a certain way. You know, they be like, oh, you guys are anti-vaxxers or something like that. You, you know that crazy. So you're anti-vaxxers. But put it like this. What is this vaccination solve? Nothing. It's not solving anything. It, it, it's, you want to know why the vaccination is out? Because somebody's getting paid for it. I said that multiple times on many episodes that we've covered Delta, COVID, now this John here. Somebody's getting paid for this vaccination. So that's why they're making people take it. A lot of people have been telling me about the, the vaccine and stuff like that. And they was like, so they was like, you don't want to take the vaccine. So you must don't want to go nowhere and stuff like that. I don't want to go nowhere where I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to leave my hometown to have to go somewhere and still put a mask on or got to, if I want to go to a restaurant, I got to step six feet. First of all, I'm not doing all that at a restaurant. It's not that serious to me. I don't go to restaurants anyway. I'm mostly a mom and pop, black owned food spot, get my stuff to go back in the house and I'm cool. That's my style anyway. Watch a good movie and call it a day, you know? But as far as that guy goes to an island, you gotta prove, like, I don't wanna go nowhere where you gotta prove with a car, hey, I'm vaccinated, I can come in here. It's not that serious. It's really not that deep. You know what I mean? So with this new strain here, and yes, I'm I'm officially a, a political threat, because I'm always gonna be politically correct on this one. With the Biden administration, 
to Dr. What's his name? Fauci, Fuji, whatever the hell your name is, bro. Cause you come on there, you you be on CNN, ABC, NBC. You lie, you lie your ass off every other every other day. Every time they ask you about COVID, your ass be lying. You be lying like a mug. And don't think and don't think we don't know you be lying. You be trying to you be coming up with all types of statistics and stats and CDC numbers. Come on, man. Come on, bro. You ain't fooling nobody. I'm just saying you ain't fooling us. You know, you might be fooling the average person. Be like, oh, I should put a mask on. I put a mask on if it gets me in the store. <laughs> That's about the best I can do for you, boss. But let's not hold up all the time talking about the government and their BS as usual, because we actually got a show to run here. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the 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 late the the late I don't want to say late, but the the great Aaron speak the ghetto gospel for the day. What's the word? <laughs> What's the say, word? Da, da. <laughs> I was, that's what I was about to say. I didn't want to say late because the right there on the screen. <laughs> this me in the metaverse. I'm not here. <laughs> but, you know, well, let's... First of all, sorry about that, y'all. I guess they having random alarm test checks or something in here. I don't know because... Uh, I was sitting there thinking like, what the hell going on here? But sorry about that, y'all. See, that's that's how authentic this show is. You know, that's, things that's happen. the power of life. We try to right things happen. Like my smoke detector then went off. I don't know why it went off, but we all good in the show. But like I said, brother Aaron, speak the ghetto gospel, brother. What's happening with you, brother? Well, let's what's, what's, let's let's get into let's get into the day's word of the day, yeah. All right, so the first word of the day we're going to talk about is a young gentleman, right? R&B superstar, phenomenon, YK Osiris. And apparently he's been owing people quite a bit of money. Uh, a lot of people, you know, in the hip hop industry have been trying to collect their keep, if you know what I mean. Recently ran into the baby in the jewelry store and the baby, you know, didn't really press him. Just gently reminded him, hey, uh, do you remember that 50, I believe it was $5,000. He owed him and he owed him for a couple months. And YK Osiris wanted to joke, but the baby was very serious. You know, when it comes to his money, he's a grown man about it. Not only that, he also owed Drake. So he owed Drake $60,000. Why do you owe Drake $60,000? I don't know. But Drake being the good guy that he is, he decided to let him, you know, work it off by performing <laughs> right in front of him inside of Drake's house. And he did. YK Osiris, you know, did an impromptu concert and he was able to get off the $60,000, but the $5,000 stands with the baby. Did he pay him? Who knows? The main question is, why are you owing all these rappers money? What's going on? <laughs> Funkadelic Jones. Now, being the good Samaritan that I am here in this in this situation, why why is it that you owe so many people so much money? Don't you make money? I mean, I get it that you don't put out that many songs, but between all the 
all the platforms that your music is on, right? Apple, your label, uh, Spotify, YouTube. You, and I'm sure you got the blue check on Instagram. How the hell do you owe people all this money in the first place? I'm not going to lie to you. I would come out of your ass too, be like, hey, that, that 10K you still owe me, I'm going to need that back, bro. I'm gonna need it. But see, the difference between me when people owe me, I put interest on it. I start, yeah. I, I'm, I'm like the IRS. I start putting interest on stuff. Like, if it's late, that's cool. Don't worry about it. We put a little interest on it, though. Your junk going up about 5% over here. So I'm just saying, though, but I just, I actually just seen that video where it said, like, YK Osiris, he owed Drake 60000 Now, YK, I don't know you personally, brother. But my only thing is this. 60K? 60K. Like, that's a lot. Like, I mean, that may not be a lot for you as a rapper. For me, that's a lot. If somebody came to me right now and be like, Funk, you owe me 60K, I'm not going to lie to you. I'll probably be in debt for the rest of my life. Not gonna lie to you, cause that means every little dollar that I that I earn is going to that person. That means I'm going to be, I'm going to be broke if I owe somebody sixty k. Now again, if it's the IRS or if it's like, you know, you know, if for my student loans and stuff like that, hey, whatever money I make, y'all take it. If it's gonna pay it off, pay it off. More power to you, but. If somebody just like that's like if Ern just walked up to me and just like, yo, funk, you still owe me. You still owe me about 40000 At this point, you might as well just take, you might as well take every I'm every every hour that I put in at the job, that belongs to you. You might as well take my truck. You might as well, like you might as well take all the sneakers I have. If you want to sell them, be my guest. I give you the hoodie if that, if that, whatever, whatever comes. Whatever's gonna get me out of that forty thousand dollar debt? Because first of all, YK, if you owe this man Drake sixty k, sixty k. If if it had said like I right, he owned two, I'd be like he owned two thousand. I'd be like, bro, you can't pay two thousand. But sixty k, like I said, is different. It's different because you're a rapper. Like you a rapper, you know. I'm sure you got 60k just sitting in your account like it ain't nothing. If you ain't if you ain't got 60k in your account, why well, can't I, I think at this point, brother, you need to go get a part-time job or something. You need you need something because there's no way in hell that you ain't got 60k in your account. You should at least you should at least have more than 60. Well, I don't want to say you have more than 60k because then again, I don't know about your other business ventures outside of music because I don't know you that well. But to owe somebody 60K, that's crazy as hell. I'm going to just say that. That's crazy. That's crazy as hell. I'm going to tell you like this what's so interesting about it. You know, the baby and Drake in this situation were actually cool people. You know, Drake let them perform it off. You know, quick little concert right inside the house. He didn't ask for anything more. Which that video is pretty hilarious in case you haven't seen it already. Go check it out. It's worth it. The baby said, don't worry about it. I'm going to get you on your next hit single. So when you go make that hit single, 
the baby sound like a A and R. He sound like a record exec when he said that. Don't don't worry about own me right now. I'm gonna see you when you're single. And that kind of sounds like how you know the music industry is. You know, when you sign a contract, they give you these advances and they put give you all this money, and then you go do your album and you're in debt. And we know situation like that because TLC told us, you know, the Grammys that they were broke. We thought they were riding high and they were super successful. They had this. They just won the Grammy and they come on national te television and saying, we're broke. Don't think all of this is all fantasy. It's not. So that really opens the door to how wrestling, not wrestling, but how musicians are. When you have these 360 deals, these odd contracts and a lot of these people like I believe it was one of these rappers who I've heard hadn't heard of, Little Zan, I believe, where he was just going around talk about how this is rented, this not his, this in his name, and this house is in the record label's name. So that kind of brings it back all the way to cribs. You know how these rappers were showing off their houses wasn't even theirs. So that kind of makes me look at YK Osiris, you know that situation where it's like if you're a rapper you're this successful and you got this type of watch this type of chain and it's hard for you to pay 5k and it's hard for you to pay 60k and you've been out for a certain amount of time the math ain't mathing something ain't adding up maybe you ain't really got the, the paper like you say it's not my place they count your money but at the end of the day yeah you, you need to pay up sir you need to pay up. Now, in this day and age, I'm not in the music game, so I can't necessarily speak for everybody. I can say this in the most simplest terms. In this day and age, you don't need to sign a record label deal. Not in these times and not in this time. Now, if you was back in the 80s and back in the 90s, you know, where it wasn't technology savvy and stuff like that, and signing a major label was your only way out. Yeah. Then I then I understand that. But in this day and age, you don't need to sign a record deal anywhere. I understand being independent is a little bit more of a challenge because you have to pretty much put all the funding up yourself to do these things. But Put it like this, between YouTube streams, that's money. Apple, like iTunes uh, sales or Apple streams and stuff, that's money. Spotify streams, that's money. So if you're telling me that you can make money without sign, and the more, the more, the more you grow, it's like, it's like all that money is coming back to you. No one saying like, oh, you owe this person. You because when you sign to a label, by the time you get your cut and your portion of it, it's it's pretty much you you only get a percentage of it. Because I actually seen on I actually just ran to a little post on Instagram and how like NBA Youngboy was basically saying how the he only get a percentage. I was like, so none of you. They say he got massive YouTube views, but he said he only get a percentage of it. That means the label get majority of it. 
he only get a percentage of it. I said, if you're that hot of an artist, now again, a lot of people in this day and age, they love NBA Youngboy. If you are that hot of an artist and you only get a percentage of what you make, that's a problem. That's a problem. If you only get a percentage, because put it like this, the record execs get, they get, they get their cut at the top. So then you got marketing, promotion, um, album sale. Like by the time it get to you, you only get that little percentage. By the time it gets down to you, you basically getting, you basically getting like the, let's be real, you getting the crumbs. You basically getting the crumbs out of the deal. And they just like, poof, here you go. <laughs> like poof. I could tell so, people like this though. That's why I'm. That's, it's, mm-hmm. it, I could tell people like this how interesting how it works because you could be the hardest artist, like you said, and be making crumbs. Right. And see, the thing about even with guys like Drake, that's why Drake got his own label. You know, like J. Cole got his own label, Drake got his own label. Because now they're starting to move away from major, and they like, look, I'm focusing on my own. They made all the money major. Now they're like, shoot, I'm about to do it on my own. I get it. That's what most most people start that way anyway. Like they just like when people people want to work for themselves. Not everybody comes up that way. A lot of people will work for a company or something like that. Then when they like, you know what? I feel like, you know, it's time for me to go work for myself. You know, most so that's the same thing with like record, like record label or artists that be like, you know what, been on this label for years. That's cool. I'm going to go start my own thing, start my own label, sign my own acts. But in this day and age for a rapper to sit there and say, for you to owe anybody 60K. Now, now granted, for Drake, 60K, for Drake, 60K is like, I want to say that's probably like a hundred bucks for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody, but oh, it's only a hundred. That's it. That's it. So for Drake, probably like 60 K that's it. But it's kind of just like the fact that you owe somebody 60 K you, you owe somebody 60 K it's like, bro, it's like, bro, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, hopefully, YK Osiris, you, mer- you learn from your money lessons and you learn not to stop, not to stop, not to keep on, I should say, taking money from people because you're going to have to pay us some way, somehow. But, you know, if it's a performance you got to do, you better get on your dancing shoes. So, hey, well, what we're going to talk about next is talk about give you the world, you know, one, one of YK Cyrus's songs. We have a gentleman who took his girl to Paris. He bought her a Gucci bag, you know, took her to a nice dinner. Cause that's what gentlemen do, you know, when you like somebody, you want to dine them. But here's the thing that's getting a lot of people on social media up in arms. He did this just to ask the girl to be his girlfriend. Now that's the catalyst. Now, a lot of people are up in arms and you see these videos where guys are following suit 
And they're doing all these special things just to ask the girl to be his girlfriend. Now, back in our day, you know, we just ask. <laughs> we we be sitting down. Yeah, we be at, no. <laughs> we be at five guys or something halfway through a burger. I mean, we've been hanging out for a long time. You want to be my girlfriend? She said, yeah. You know, you slide on your fries, the rest of your fries, and that's official. But these guys are going above and beyond. I want to get your opinion on this because they said the bar super high. Now, I guess the times has changed compared to when we were coming up. But um, if you ask me, of all people, <laughs> I'm gonna give you the world. What I, <laughs> I hope I can show you love. <laughs> now, but now let me, let's let's get down to business. Here. Let's get down to business. Now, if you're trying to make a girl your girlfriend, I'm not taking her to Paris. I'm not buying her a Gucci bag. To you don't want to ask her to be your girl. It's one thing that she's already a girl, but you yeah. doing it to act a girl. You 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 buying a girl, you buy it's like essentially you buying your crush a Gucci bag. What if she t- like like put it like this? I don't mean to be negative, but like let's let's be one thing, let's get one thing clear. What if she not even feeling you like that? What if she not feeling you like? So you legit took her to Paris. You bought a Gucci bag. You take her to these expensive ass restaurants, and then you ask her, and she be like, mm, "I don't see you that way, bro." Do you know how? Do you know how bad you look when they when they say down bad, brother? You are down bad on this one. It's because like, bro, you spent all that money. Like, don't get me wrong. It's one thing to be a gentleman. It's one thing. Guys, I forgot in this generation, I'm going to say it for y'all. Guys, it's nothing wrong with being romantic. Okay? It ain't nothing wrong with being romantic. However, though, you supposed to be romantic for somebody that's your girl. Now, when it's your crush, you do little romantic, little flirty things. When that's your crush. But when that's your girl, that's when you go all in. Your girl, your wife, your lady, your woman, it doesn't matter. You go all in. But if that's just your crush, you do a little flirty stuff. You do a little flirty stuff like, hey, I thought about you, just bought you lunch. Oh, that's your crush. Like, you know, you be like, hey, I'm out. You know, just want to see if you was free. You know, let's go run over here. Or I just want to see if you want to go to the park right quick so we can talk. That's what you do with your crush. But buying Gucci bags and stuff like that, hell no. Now, again, if that's your crush, if y'all want to stop and get Chipotle, cool. I'm trying to think of a restaurant because I don't really eat at restaurants too much. I don't know. If she like, if she like Outback, if she like uh, Olive Garden, I don't know. I'm just throwing out restaurants. I, don't hate me. Don't say, oh, funk, you cheap and stuff. Duh, don't, don't quote me for this. I'm just throwing out restaurants. But if you just be like, no, like, yo, like, it's Friday, bro. Let's go to Olive, let's go to Olive Garden. That's what you do with your crush. All right. That's what I say. You gotta remember, crush and your relationship is two different things. 
So the fact that you went all out, you took her to Paris, bought a Gucci bag, you did all this to ask her to be your girl. Yo, that is a hit or miss situation. Because if you did all that and she said, yes, I cool. But if you did all that and she said, no, bro, you feel like the biggest fool on the planet. That you went that hard. You went that hard and just be like, and she be like, nah, I'm not feeling you like that. Yo, I will be hurt for you. I don't care if you over there in Paris, London, Milan. I'm over here back and back across back across the United States, back in Maryland, just like, damn, this dude, damn he failed. I will feel bad for you. But I see my man Aaron shaking his head because I hope Aaron agree with me. But Aaron probably like, hold phone, slow your roll. I think it's real romantic. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. I think this new generation, you know, y'all are definitely don't, some type of different breed out here. Make excuses for him, Aaron. Don't make excuses. I'm not. The, y'all... <laughs> If y'all been listening to the podcast for a while, y'all already know my stance. You know, y'all are... Call it what it is. Y'all are something special. Y'all are a different breed out here because we can even take it to homecoming. You know, you have this super spectacle just to ask somebody if you want to go to homecoming, especially prom too. You want to go to prom? Look, you see, back in our day, you know, you sit beside yeah. each other in class. You know, you you talk to each other. You say, all right, you know what time it is. It's that time of year, prom. You going with anybody? No? No? All right, cool. Because, you know, I ain't got nobody to go with, too. So, I mean, I was just asking, you know. I'm, I'm just asking. You want to go? Yeah? All right, cool. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to give you the information. Here's what we're going to meet. Here's what we're going to wear. Here's our colors. I'm going to see you there, all right? All right, cool, all right, cool. And that's how it was. So all easy, right. so simple. That's how it was for everything. But now, I'm going to tell you like this. Asking somebody to be your girlfriend, if you want to take it to a local, okay, local, not international, local, in the city, matter of fact, dang near around right. the corner, if you want to take her local, a nice place in the area, not across the ocean, in the area, somewhere nice to ask to be your, your girlfriend. Cool. Makes sense. Is that something that I would do? Take her to Paris and all this nice stuff to ask to be my wife? Here's the thing. Absolutely. Because that that's at a different point in a relationship. I'm asking you to commit forever. So you already got to that point in the relationship where I see you as a for everything. I'm putting my investment down. This is finalized, signed, sealed, delivered. I choose you. Like Ash and Pokemon, Pikachu, I choose you (laughs) to be my wife. So, of course, I'm going to do that. And that's my lady. Oh, that's just something I'm doing here and there, you know, to show my love, to show you that nothing changed from the time, you know, when I first proposed, best believe this is still going to be a thing. And that's the problem with him doing all that, to ask to be his girlfriend, because now he got to top that. He'd already set the bar super he high. Propo- now, now if he gets 
if he get her, because he did all this to be a girlfriend, bro, you gotta take her to the moon just to propose to the <laughs> Man, you gotta take her to the moon. Man, you gotta find a way to get a ticket to Atlantis at this point. And see, here's 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 what a step by step, and I'm glad Aaron brought this up. But here's a step by step play. Now, when he say local, yes, Chipotle. Um, you want to take her to Red Lobster to get the cheddar biscuits? I mean, that's a little small stuff. That's what you do when you, you know, because you like her. You know, you take her on a little few little dates, take her to the movies, little few little dates, and then y'all, you know, you ask her, "Hey, look, that's when you ask her to be your girl." Boom. Right now, when y'all get to the relationship stage, and okay, now that's your fiance, now that's your uh, fiance, and stuff like that. Cool. That's when you make that move. You go to Paris. That's when you try to be all spontaneous. You go to Paris. Well, actually, like, well, I'm gonna say it like this. I call them. I call them my my vacation sta- uh, uh, countries. You know, or cities and stuff like that. So you take them like Paris. Take them to like Aruba. You know. <laughs> The one with the one with water drinks down right there. Hey, hey look, know, hey, look. You, that's, you that's, taking the that's boat a little out of too water. far. You know, I'm gonna tell you like this. You gotta wait till a ring on a finger to begin those special kind of qualities. <laughs> I'm just saying though, like them the type of places you would go to like propose and stuff like that. If you want to propose to her, try to do try to be spontaneous, you you take it to the little the vacations places. Fellas, you're welcome. <laughs> Fellas, you're welcome. <laughs> Don't steal my ideas, though. But anyway, like, that stuff that you do when it's like, oh, I'm out the like you said, this is a forever thing here. Like Jodeci said, forever, my lady, you know. But to be just, I, I, I'm going to do all this to ask her to be my girl. In Paris? In London? Out of the country? You mean you left the na- you left your city to do all that? You get a listen, you get a a super gold star A plus plus for effort. I know they say you get an A for effort, but God you take effort to a whole different level. I'm gonna lie to you, and I know Ern's mentioned it before. I'm gonna mention it again to you, new cats. I'm not going to lie to you. I might be getting older. You know what I mean? With us 90s generation, we be, we get a little older. I'm going to stick to my old school principles. That type of stuff right there, I'm going to let y'all have it. And the words, in the words of one of my one of the uh, classic hood movies of all time, y'all got the juice now. <laughs> I'm going to stick over. I'm going to stay over here. Cause, cause I, I put it to you like this, and you know how women are, right? They see another girl get son, she's like, "Oh, I want that too." Right. Don't be looking over here for that, you know. I, I give you my fries, you know. Right. If I got twelve ring wings, I give you eleven. That's how I'm gonna tell you to be my girlfriend. I bought twelve wings. I gave you eleven. You think I don't like you? You think I'm not feeling you? The fact that I gave you that right. and my unused sauce. Are you serious? Right. Waiter, get us 12 more wings. She my girlfriend now. I mean, come on now, but y'all got to set the new level. I hope y'all out here got y'all money together. I hope y'all not out here walking with Cyrus where y'all owing the resort $60,000 and she end up saying no. So now you in debt. You got no girl. 
you're sad, you're stuck in another country because your visa expired. And I got to say, sorry about your luck. And just like my man Funkadelic said, y'all got the juice now. <laughs> y'all got the juice now. Y'all different. Y'all different, kind of different. It's one thing to be different. It's one thing to like step your game up. There's nothing wrong with that, fellas. There's nothing wrong with you. Like, you know what? I'm going to step my game up. Yeah. But for your lady, for your crush, like, like I said, your crush, you do little small stuff. All right? Like, you can still step your game up for your crush. You can be like, all right, so today we're going to go out to dinner. Um, We're going to go to the movies after. And then we're going to go back to my place and, I don't know, just talk for the rest of the day or something like that. You can do little small stuff like that. That's your that's for your crush, okay? For your crush. But once y'all get in a relationship, then that's when you can start, you know, taking things, you can start planning bigger. But for you to be like somebody, for you trying to get the girl and you go that you go that hard though. I just want to know. I, I just I just want to know. Like maybe the t- maybe because the times are changing, maybe because things are different now. You know, I understand that. Maybe because again, relationships, the the concept of, you know, if he's looking for a situation ship, just say that. I mean, just say that. If you're looking for a situation, just say that. Because I ain't gonna lie to you. If that girl not feeling you, you just became one of you became one of her babies. Basically, man, like you are. You heard money bay, you heard traveling bay, you one of them dudes. Because if she say no, and again, like ladies, I know y'all be one of the man that I know y'all be one dudes be spontaneous. I understand that. But like let's be real, ladies, I and I, I want to ask y'all too. If a dude flew you out of the country to ask you to be his girlfriend and you happen to say no here's where here's the question I'm proposing how would y'all feel that this man went through all the trouble to ask you to be in a relationship with him like flew you out the country to a foreign country you know everything and you know you don't really like him like that, but you still went. And so when he popped the question of can you be can you be his girl and you tell him no, how would you feel? How would y'all feel about that? And fellas, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it too by asking y'all. You fly a girl out out the country, you bought her a bag. Ladies, he bought you, ladies, he bought you a bag, fellas, you bought her a bag. You flew out of the country and asked her to be a girl, and she tell you no. Fellas, what is y'all first initial thought that come to your mind? Ladies, you got you you got a nice Gucci bag. You got flew out of the country. You're not feeling like that. And when he asks you, you tell him no. What is y'all first thought that comes to mind when he like when that whole situation goes down? I'm not gonna lie to you. We're not gonna end this show like we're not gonna end this show 
just like that. Because I'ma ask, I'ma ask Brother Aaron while we got him right here. Aaron, if you was in this situation, you flew a girl out, you bought her a bag, you took her to, you took her to Paris, London, Europe, one of these places that I can't afford to go to. You did all that, brought her out there, and she told you no. What will be your initial thought? What now? What will be your first thought that come to mind if you did all that and she told you no? First of all, you know I can't relate to being a sucker. So if I were a sucker and I did all that for a girl, I ain't coming back. I'm officially a Parisian. I'm officially a citizen of Europe because that type of embarrassment, I ain't coming back to U.S. To have everybody tell me you took her here, you took her where. And she said, no, no, nah, you might as well pack up and stay over there, bro, because you got to start a whole new life. But one thing I want to I, w- I want to ask this question out here, right, to the fellows who do this type of stuff and also to the people who are listening. Knowing that we live in the money era, right, where a lot of these women prioritize money over love. And what this comes out. And knowing that he asked you to be his girl, he did all the stuff, he took you here, there, bought you all these nice things. Do you really think she's going to say no? She's not. She's not. Because there are some girls out here who says, I'm not going to hop off this ride if he's sponsoring my lifestyle. Why would I turn that down? I'm not going to turn it down. So for me... I'm going to ride the carousel as long as it happens. And if this guy happens to go broke, I don't really like him. I'm not interested in him, but he does give me nice things. So for me, I'm going to look at this other guy who got nice things and I'm going to try to find a way to ease out. And unfortunate as that is, that's how it is. So fellas, I'm going to end it like this, you know. I'm going to end it and I'm going to ask him the same question. I'm going to tell y'all, stop being suckers out here, all right? Read the room. Find you somebody who likes you, you know? Take her to a small place. You know, if she keep trying to lead you to Nobu's, keep trying to lead you to Sarsky's and all these nice restaurants, you know your answer. But in turn, I'm going to ask Funky Doug. I'm going to end it like this. I'm going to ask you the same question you asked me, right? Knowing that Funky Doug ain't no sucker, but we're going to play hypotheticals here. If you were in a situation where you wanted this girl to be your girl, your lady, you took her to Paris, you took her around the world, you bought a Gucci bag, a nice little charm bracelet with her name on it, and she ended up telling you no at the end of the day, how are you going to feel? I'm not going to lie to you. There will be no more relationships. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no more relationships. Like, if I was in that situation where I was trying to get, if I was trying to get, I'm 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 walking in his shoes. He 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 took a girl out of the country, bought her bag, just for certain, just so he could ask her to be his girlfriend. If I was in that man position, and she told me no, there is no more relationships after that. There is none. That like relationships are dead at that point. The reason I'm gonna tell you why. You cannot top t- flying a girl out, buying her bag just to ask her 
to be your girl. And she told you, no. And she told you, no. So if, if that was the case, yo, it gets no, it, you be like, yo, it, like effort gets no better than that. Like trying to be creative gets no better than that. So if you feel at that, if you bomb at that situation, at that point, there is no more relationships. I don't even want to try and get in a relationship at that point. It'll be over for me, right? So for that dude in that position, in that situation, I'm like, bro, at this point, you better hope and pray that this girl says yes, because if she if she say no, bro, that is that is embarrassment. Like, we all been embarrassed in situations that you bounce back from and you keep it moving. But that's one of them embarrassing situations where you just be like, it's going to take you some years to bounce back. It's not going to be the I two weeks, two weeks. It's like two weeks I, re- I took her there and, and I recovered. No. You went through the trouble buying plane tickets, probably a hotel room. Um, you took her out of the country, which is ex- like Paris, which is expensive. Come on. Now, I've never been to Paris, but I know I'm, I know Paris is expensive. I've never been there, but I know it's expensive. You went through the trouble. It sounded like you just spent probably 3000 maybe more. You spent that money. Oh, that's so you more. Better- so, well, I just I just threw out 3000 It's probably more than that. But all I'm going to say is this. The fact that you spent that money and you're doing all this to ask her to be a girl. Fam, it's like you're basically rolling the dice. So if you, if she says no, and you did all that, there is no, there is no more relationship. I'm sorry. I'm going to just be all real. There is none. There is you, none. And if you think doing all that and asking her to be your girlfriend is bad, just imagine doing all that, asking her to be a wife, and she says no. Yo, and yo, that's, and that's even crazy. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm like, yo, if you got turned down, if you do all that and you got turned down, for her to be a girl. It's like, yo, you did, like, imagine you flew all the way out. You flew you flew your wife out to a different country. I don't want to say wife, because you're not your wife. Let, let's say, like, you flew your fiance out to a different country, you know, sightseeing, and everything looked good. And then you pop the question and she tell you no. Y'all got to talk after that, I'm not gonna lie. One... That's gonna be a that's gonna be a quiet time back in the room. That's gonna be a quiet. That's gonna be a quiet ride back to the states because there's no way in the hell that you can recover from that. It's no way. You went through the trouble of like going all out and for it to get shut down. There is no recovery from that. There is none. No, it's not. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely not. Won't even look at. It's definitely not, but for you guys out there who are doing stuff like this, man, I hope it's worth it. I'm going to just say it. I hope she really likes you. I hope she really likes you. All right? All right. But I'm going to tell you people out here, before we hit up out of here, you got any final words for the people? Nope. Not at all. After what I heard today, I'm just flabbergasted what I've heard today. I spoke my piece. You like listen, if you owe people, pay your debts. Pay your debts so people won't collect. All right. As far as Omarion or Khan, whatever this new gov- the government, please stop. 
please stop. And as far as my mans that, that, that went all out to propose for his girl, in a different, not, not even propose, ask his crush to be his girlfriend. Like, you, you did all that? I'm, I'm hoping, I'm going to stay positive. I'm hoping you get her. Because, boy, I'm telling you, if it was the other way around, fam, God bless you. You going to be hurt. That's Definitely. my final, final take. Man, definitely, man. Y'all not thinking straight. You need some potassium in your system. You know, need to be eating some bananas and plantains. <laughs> but we're going to get about here. We're going to see you next week. It's your boy, Aaron Fornicetti. And it's the always dangerous Mr. Funk with Deli Jones. And we are out of here. Peace. I'm giving you the world.